Welcome back to another episode of Amber and the Truth. Welcome back, guys. And today, as you can see from the title, we're going to be talking about men and women and why we are at each other's throats. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this, you have found yourself stumbled upon a podcast or a YouTube or a Twitter debate about men versus women, about what we can provide for each other, what we can give for each other, whose role is what role, and who takes out the trash, and who does the dishes, and who pays the bills, and all these fights about things we should do and shouldn't do, and all this blah, 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 blah. And I just wanted to give y'all an answer, really. I don't have the answer to all questions, but I've been doing some thinking and some researching, and I've come to the conclusion that the reason why we're at each other's throats is because of the curse. There's a curse upon us, so I'm going to break it down. Now, a lot of y'all know the story of Adam and Eve, how humans began. We began trash. This is, this is who we are as humans. We're just, hmm, we're a little horrible. No cap. Um, I wanted to break down where this particularly comes from. And when Adam and Eve sinned, God had told them there was going to be a curse upon them. This stuff was going to happen to men. This stuff was going to happen to women. And then that was just going to be what it was. He, he literally brought sin upon the face of the earth. I know we like to blame Eve because she ate of the apple. But God told Adam. God told Adam. And literally since the knowledge of after eating the tree, men begin to blame women for their problems necessarily not taking responsibility for what they should take responsibility for i believe it starts from adam honestly because genesis three twelve says this is after god had questioned him like who told you you were naked did you eat of the tree and adam said the woman whom thou gavest to be with me she gave me of the tree and i did eat you see how the responsibility is shifted on to eve like she was the only one who ate the tree like he says he ate it but he says the reason why is because you gave me this woman basically you were flawed you gave me a woman you made a mistake you shouldn't have given me i wouldn't ate of the tree basically i feel like he blaming god for how he damaged the world god wouldn't have nathan of that he began to break down and tell them about themselves um at first he cursed the devil of course said that you know turn him into a serpent and he will uh, what is it crawl on the ground and eat days eat days eat dust for the rest of his life basically and then he comes to the women and he says i will put enmity between thee and the woman so we are already hostile with each other because that is the literal curse he said i will put enmity between you and women and between your seed and her seed so your children her children or um your children together like they be button heads or whatever so it's like dang that's why you and your siblings don't get together that's why your family's so torn apart number one because the devil don't want it to be together as a family he hates families but two the curse a lot of this is just of the world we live in because we live in a world of sin um and then he went on to tell eve what she was um what her problem was basically what she what her curse was for us it's um 
we will, of course, bear the children. Of course, it will be painful. This is where it begins that we are unequal to men. We were equal. Now we're no longer equal. He is our um, leader. He is over us. Um, of course, animosity. And then, of course, animosity with your family. And for men, he say you will work. You will tilt to the ground all the days of your life and you will eat bread from it until you go back from the dust once you came from. So just to know that everything started because of Adam. You can blame a man for how humanity turned out. Yes, you can. And I'm going to give you a scripture on why you can. Because a lot of people are like, well, you can't blame men. Eve ate of the tree. There's a couple of verses how we can blame men. We can start off with Genesis 3:22, where it says, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Basically, this is where he was about to kick Adam out. Like, okay, he know he know good and evil now. We need to get him up out of the garden to beat him for he of the tree of life and end up living forever. Then now I can't even save him like I want to. Um, what else? Where else? Uh, Hebrews 6, 8. Um, when he cursed um, Adam and Eve to down to the ground, he told them they would have to till to the ground, meaning you have to just grow your own food and make it and cut it and do all that other things, even though they didn't particularly know how to do that because um, God had given them everything they needed from at that point. You know what I'm saying? So also, um, he said that the ground that they were supposed to grow food on were only going to bear thorns and thistles. So the ground won't even be easy to inhabit. Sometimes it's gonna, you're going to be able to grow something. Sometimes you're not going to be able to grow something. So it's just going to be the luck <laughs> that you get that day. Um, Hebrews 6a talks about, but that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is it to be burned. So basically, so basically your food won't even be easy to grow. He has made everything hard, literally. The way you have to take care of the animals, the way you have to tilt to the ground, the fact that women are now to be ruled over, and now it's going to be animosity between the two, and birth, childbirth is going to be hell. It's like a lot going on, right? And it's like all of this stems from the curse, literally. Adam didn't throw Eve under the bus until he was tricked, until he ate of the tree, until he realized, oh, snap, I was wrong. But it's her fault. I mean, if you gave her to me, I wouldn't have probably ate of the tree. Basically, that's what, that's what I feel like Adam was saying. You know, Eve was just a product of simplicity. She didn't reverence God's voice over, um, um, over like Adam did. And even Adam didn't even do it to the extent he was supposed to. I'm thinking, I want to be honest, like, between, this is my opinion. Like, I want to feel like Adam and Eve were made weeks and months apart so adam was in the um in the in the in the in the garden of eden dwelling doing him for some months probably some years and then he gave him a woman and i want to say in between giving the woman and her eating of the tree i feel like that was the same day i feel like that was the same day it could it had to be the same day the way the story just goes it feels like that's the same day like she was born out of the dust of the ground liked her husband met her husband it could have been a smooth 24 hours later probably that same day or the next day and she was like "Ooh, nice shiny tree let me eat and you know so forth and so forth but i wanted to break down what hostility men and women have been saying towards each other um basically what i hear from uh men is that um there are no more good women 
Women don't want to submit. We're not faithful. They're asking us what we bring to the table. <laughs> um, men also think that we're hoes for doing very little things. Like they do the same thing, but we're hoes if we're doing it. Um, we liars. We are liars. We're sneaky. We're petty. Um, we, what is it? Yes, yeah, shallow. Yeah, there's a bunch. Oh, being left for a man with money. So, like, women just be with you to be with you and then go find another man with money. That's what I heard when it comes from men. They don't particularly like us. You don't. You're tired of trying. Um, of course, I asked a couple for my opinion. And, of course, people or women around me ask, what do you think about men? Of course, same thing. Cheaters, liars, they manipulate. Um, they're actual hoes as well. They just, you know, it's just not looked down upon on them, but they're hoes as well. Um, they run nothing. They run into, uh, nothing but bad women. Um, a lot of them are mama's boys. They treat their mother better than their girls. Um, gender roles are switched. Men are wanting to be taken out and courted and treated like a woman. And it's like, you're a whole man. Um, some of them are lazy. They're misogynistic. They have a lot of mommy issues, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, with the women having daddy issues. Um, these are all things that stem from, like, people who go through things in life. So I feel like there's not a single man or woman who's dated, been in the world, had sex, had a relationship, who hasn't ran into a person on this list. Now... What I keep hearing is like this argument, but like about these high value men and women should be this, that, and the third. The Bible tells us how women should be. Don't find yourself in these arguments or in these predicaments because we have a rule book, a book written by God Himself, who literally tell us how to be as women and how to be as men. And no, it does not start in Leviticus and Deuteronomy in the Old Testament. I'm talking about New Testament. Because. There are some women who are literally living do like Deuteronomy. And I'm just like, if y'all gonna live like that, y'all might as well go out there and sacrifice oxen and kid goats and sheep and cows and stuff like that. Since y'all wanna live like Deuteronomy, go ahead and do the rest like Deuteronomy. But you know, that's for another podcast. <laughs> but um number one, we're not even supposed to be dating. And I mean dating around, not like courting the guy you're interested in or the woman you're interested in, the guy told you that is your wife or husband. That is a waste of time. Um, there are some Christians who are serious about like looking online and serious about trying to find a husband. And I just feel like y'all should relax. Wait till God gives you him or her. I'm not about to go looking and then being irritated every time I find an interesting one. It's a dime. It's not. It's not the diamond I want. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times we go through these ups and downs when it comes to dating. It's simply because we're not doing anything biblical. Our focus is supposed to be on him and him always until he gives us a husband. It says, he who findeth the husband. I mean, I'm sorry, he who findeth a wife. He who findeth the wife finds a good thing. So that means we're not supposed to go out there looking. It don't say she find one and she found a good husband. It don't say that. Honestly, I feel like we're not even supposed to be looking. We're supposed to be focused on God and whatever will and and. and and, and stuff he has for our life up until he decides. Now, what you can do is, um, is ask God about your progress in the walk. You can be like, Lord, where am I? Um, 
I feel like I'm ready for a relationship, but you know, I I want you to um to I want you to tell me when I'll be ready. I want you to spearhead this. I want you to run. How I'ma meet him? How we gonna talk? You know, talk to God. This is a relationship. A lot of people don't treat they treat it like it's a parental parental type of thing, which it is in a sense. But the difference is, God's not flawed like your parents were, so they won't just come at you with illogical, non-making sense advice because they're humans and they're going off what they grew up on. God is different. He knows everything. He's the beginning and the end. He has seen your story from beginning to end. So while you're in the middle of your story, you can ask him what's next for you. It may not be for you to have a husband or wife right now. And you focused on the wrong things. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you got to communicate with God on how this is supposed to go and how it's supposed to flourish and everything like that. What God has for you, everything will go exactly how it's supposed to go. Perfect it how it's supposed to go. You're not going to have no bumps and bruises with stuff he has for you. Because when he has something for you, number one, he prepares you for it. He gives you the tools you need to execute. So, if right now you ain't even living on your own, you ain't even really got no steady money, you ain't got no car, but you worried about a girl or a boy, your priorities are messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, like, if you can't even spend 30 minutes in prayer or 30 minutes spending time with the Father or reading the Bible, what makes you think you're going to be ready to give your attention to somebody else? Because God is a jealous God. When he brings a husband or a wife inside of your life, it's because he, you are now mature enough to separate time between them and him and give equal time to both. Well, of course, a little bit more to God, but you know what I mean. Like, you're supposed to be ready for that. That's not something you just decide you're ready for and you go ahead and take off and do it. He decides you're ready for that. He decides when you're ready for all of those things. The reason why we're at each other's throats is because we're too busy going by the world standards. The world standards and how women should be and how men should be and who does the role of this, who does the role of that. That's go, that is going based on your own preference. Do not follow what other people do. Um, earlier last week, um, Pastor Devon Frank, I think his name is Franklin Devon or Devon Franklin, I don't know. Whoever the name of Megan Good's husband is, they've divorced. And they um and I saw a lot of people in the Christian community were just like, oh, I looked up to them and they were a good marriage and da 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 da. And I was just like, number one, as a Christian, you don't look up to nobody but God. I don't care who, what they do. You don't look up to nobody but God because the flawed part is the part you can't see about it. Which is why, hello, they're releasing and letting us know that they're divorced. You gave hope in that relationship. That's my example of what love is. Your example of what love should be should come from Jesus. Does it mimic Jesus? If it does not mimic Jesus, that's not love, sweetie. It's not. Sit back there and analyze it. Is it love? Is he treating me with nice peace, long stuff? Is all that happening? Nah. If it ain't, you need to reevaluate yourself. You need to evaluate the relationship. We're not here on this earth to get married and have kids. I know that's a lot of our goals and dreams and God knows our hearts. And a lot of us wants family because we come from toxic families and we want to redo over and we want to have kids and treat them better than we were. I understand the sentiment of wanting to do that. However, that should not be your focus while you're here on earth. We have way more things to do. We have souls to get. We have people to tell about Jesus because he is on his way back. Our father is on his way back and not with a smile on his face, but with vengeance. So we have things to do. We cannot be worried about his and her and who do that, this, that, and the third. None of that matters. It really don't. It really don't. If the women want to take out the trash and the men want to clean the house, let them. 
None of that matter. And when God come and crack open that sky and we all standing in front of him getting our judgment, I promise you, you're not going to be thinking about how he took out the trash. I promise you it's going to be the last and the furthest thing from your mind. You're not going to be worried about that. Focus on God right now. Men, focus on God. Women, focus on God. Now, if you specifically know God told you to go search for your husband or wife, which don't really sound like my father, but okay. Um, do you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you how you should move right now. You got to be honest with yourself. Are you ready for a relationship? And I'm talking about, are you ready for a marriage? Because nowhere in the Bible did anybody date. They got on, they got under a tree. They prayed to God. And then they just had this decree that they was married. Like that was it. There wasn't no dating. There wasn't no courtship. Wasn't no none of that. I know we're in a different time and age and everything is different. But the Bible is not based on a different set of people. It's based on our world, the same people. The only difference between us and the biblical people that God talked about was technology. That's literally the only difference. We think the same. We still acting the same. We still doing by our own self-righteousness. We still trying to figure out what's good and what's bad between ourselves. Like, all of that is still the same. Everything is still the same. Just technology is different. I want men and women to get one message and one message from this. It's really not us against each other. It's us against the world. Like, against evil. And I'm speaking to Christians because the rest of the world don't care or understand what I'm talking about. For Christian men and women, it's not who going who gonna figure out what and, and how we gonna get this done and who this, that, and third, and who does this. If a man is being led by God, you don't have to figure out anything. It's not your job to figure out anything. You follow that man who's following God and you he takes lead from the man above. That's what you're supposed to do. That's how it's supposed to go. So, take heed to what I'm saying today. If you wanted confirmation whether you should talk to old girl or talk to old boy, this is your confirmation. You shouldn't. Keep God focused. Once you're, I believe this is true. This ain't nowhere in the Bible, but this is what I just come up with. If you are content with God and God alone, that's when he will bring the one for you. If you have one for you, because it's not promised. I mean content, like not wandering and looking for a boyfriend here and there, or looking for a girlfriend when you go out. I mean content, like a man or a relationship is nowhere near your mind. You're working on trying to fix whatever it is that God told you to work on. And they will come out the blue. Hey, today you're going to meet your wife. Hey, today you're going to meet your husband. And you was like, I will not even think about no man. But you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm ready. Like, you know, focus, laser focus on him. Yeah, the characteristics I listed on this paper belong to both men and women. We can both cheat. We can both be liars. We can both be petty. We can both be sneaky. We can both be shallow. We can both be manipulates. And yes, we can both be whoremongers. I don't care what society says. The Bible tells that we are all fall short of sin. We have all forsaken righteousness. So we are all don't don't not women are more than less than men no we are running into the worst versions of each other good women are running into men who have no i mean no reason no actual purpose to make us happy to marry us to be in a good healthy relationship that's just what we run into and the good men are running into women who do not care for a relationship who only want to whore around who only want to use and abuse them and use them for their money we all are running into the opposite of what we actually want. And once we all focus on God, we won't be distracted. We won't be focused on things that we don't need because we're focused on God. So at the end of the day, men and women, 
focus on God. Even though I started this podcast with it being Adam's fault, which it really is, because Adam gave man instruction, and man ought to lead and listen to God. But don't don't take that and run with it like, oh, well, well since men obey, man got to be this, that, and the third. No. Well, I mean, because you have roles you have to follow. You have things you have to do. You have to submit to God, too. Submit to your husband. No, submit to God. Submit to your husband. And that's how it's supposed to go. Submit don't mean ran over or walked over. It means to submit, to adhere to your leader. Take instructions from your leader, which your husband is your leader. The reason why men and women are having these, so, these problems is because of soul ties. It's because of generational curses. Because of lack of understanding of how the spiritual world works. So you keep running into the same demon over and over and over again. You wonder why you keep running into this. The new the every, new person you try to talk to is almost like the old one. You're running into the same demon over and over again. This life is very hilarious and very funny sometimes and very surprising. But I'm here to issue out a warning. If you are a woman of God and a man of God and you are focused on men you're focused on the opposite sex more than you're focused on God, it will be the downfall of you. The minute you take your eyes off of God is when things start to fall. It's like that TikTok that's going viral, that's going around, where it's basically the sound of SpongeBob, where he's like, I'm not going to take my eyes off of you. I'm going to be right here. And some time goes by, and he's like, Patrick's like, hey, SpongeBob. And that second he took his eyes off of it, it was like, hey, Patrick, is when everything went left focus on God I know it's easier said than done I could possibly come up with a podcast on how to focus on God more but that'll be for a later date but for right now focus on God not a relationship majority of people who think they're ready to get married or ready to be with somebody aren't it's not if you watch Married at First Sight you will know everyone on that show said they're ready to be married and every year everyone gets divorced cause no one's really ready <laughs> you're not ready like you think that you are and if you want to be ready, oh, so bad, ask your father to get you ready. God, get me ready for my husband. Get me ready for my woman. I want to be utterly and in, in, um, infused into you, knowing what you want me to do. I want to be in sync. Get me ready for them. You know what I'm saying? There's ways around this. There's ways to this. But I just wanted to break it down a little bit on how men and women and where this, really this fight against each other came from. It's just hostility. It was the curse that God set upon all men because of Adam and Eve well this is something we have to live with while we're still here on this earth but you don't have to live it miserably you do have the knowledge that God can give and the wisdom that God can give seek him and you will find all of that but as always I want to thank you guys for listening if you like go ahead and rate and subscribe rate this on iTunes or Spotify and if you are on YouTube go ahead and subscribe button for more for more podcasts and um, comment below if you have anything to say. And as always, I will see you. You will see me next time. Bye.